Field Notes comes to us today from Woodstock, Vermont, where Liz Neely, food stylist, recipe developer, and photographer, is showing me her new studio. Liz, thanks for talking with us today. You're very welcome. You have the trifecta of skills. You're a chef, a photographer, and a stylist. How did you acquire those very different skills and how are you putting them together? I guess it started back in my 20s. I was a hairstylist, so for a little while. So maybe maybe we can attribute the stylist part to that a little bit. Um, but I've always been interested in style, as you can see. So, Liz, you really have three very different sets of skills. You're a chef, a photographer, and a stylist. How did you acquire those three distinct skills that you put together for your unique job? Well, uh, after college, while I was floundering, uh, wondering what what I was going to do with my life and waiting tables, my mother suggested that I go to hairdressing school. My mom owned a salon and wanted to expand and was looking for maybe management potential. And I was sort of waiting tables. So she thought it would be my going to school could give me a little more direction. So I was a hairstylist for a while, about three years. And then I um, I couldn't take it anymore because it was fun, but it just wasn't my thing. And I uh, managed a restaurant in Burlington for uh, about three years the Sirloin Saloon, sort of an iconic uh, Burlington uh, scene at the time. I loved working in the restaurant industry. And when I got that job, uh, I worked, when you train to be a manager there, you have to train all stations. So I started working in the back of the house and I trained in butchery and I trained uh, in prepping. I worked in the kitchen. I worked behind the line. I'd never worked behind the line before. I'd always only waited tables attended bar. So that was my first sort of intro into doing everything. And I loved it. I loved butchery, I found. Well, I did that for uh, a, a few years and then decided to move to Seattle. Just everybody was doing it. It was the 90s. And uh, when I was out there, I, uh, I actually saw a, a, a flyer for uh, photography classes. And I decided I would do it. I would take some photography classes. So um, I did that. I met my husband there. I met Kurt there. He was going to photography school at the time. Um, I was just taking a few black and white classes. It was fun. We did that. We uh, packed up uh, one summer and went to Portugal. Not just Portugal. I think we landed in um, uh, Belgium and we hitchhiked. Portugal, which was fun. And once there, I got another job in a kitchen. Uh, It wasn't actually a kitchen. It was uh, the back room of a restaurant space where the chef lived. It was his bedroom, actually. (laughs) And I was hired to make tortillas there. So that was another foray into uh, the kitchen world, but kind of in a weird way. Um, uh, So we traveled through Portugal spent three months doing that, came back, and I decided that I wanted to go to culinary school. So I applied to culinary school in the Napa Valley and uh, knew, knew nothing about food styling. I wasn't going for that. I just wanted to, I was enjoying my time working in the kitchen. So went there, did my internship at the French Laundry, which I loved. 
while I was going to culinary school, um, I was uh, asked, somebody came in and asked all the students if anyone would be interested in um, doing a food styling project. And again, I'd never, I didn't know at that time what food styling was. I hadn't really thought about it or thought it was something I'd want to do. But I raised my hand and we did it together. And it was a ton of fun. I spent the day, um, you know, just styling. I think they were doing a, a brochure for New Zealand lamb. And uh, it was this local advertiser, and she wanted, I guess, to, to produce it on the cheap. So she got a student who didn't didn't know what they were doing and had never done it before. But it, it turned out really good, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I decided that was a direction I wanted to go. I took a, a couple of classes out there, and, uh, and then I got married and got immediately pregnant, and sort of everything got set aside until about 2010, when I actually met Katie up at camp. I knew Katie, but I had never really talked to her about what she did. And she said she was a food stylist at Eating Well. And I, I threw myself at her basically and said, I will come assist for you anytime. And I did that for a year. And then the King Arthur um, Help Wanted ad for a food stylist appeared looking for somebody with, you know, five years of experience and whatnot. And I threw my hat in the ring, even though I didn't have that much experience and got the job and uh, just, just been expanding since. But I feel like now um, I, I probably um, use my styling skills a little bit. It pro probably comes into play. I don't know if it, I don't know if it really does or um, if it's applicable, but styling, photography, food, that's, you know, looking back at my life, that's what I that's what I studied. And here I am doing it. How would you um, say you spend your day? What is your actual job like? Well, it depends on the job. Uh, I do a lot of uh, content for web um, where companies will um, send me recipes and ask me to make them at home, style them, uh, take a photograph and send them back. Uh, if that's the case, I, I get up early. I'd like to get up, up at about five and I'm pouring over my recipes. I like to start, you know, my baking early if something has to rise. Um, and especially now, this time of year, my, my literally, my window of light is, is short. You, you can steal light throughout the day with longer exposures and whatnot. But if you want that really nice light in November, you have a couple good hours of photo time. So Lately, you know, it's me baking pretty early in the day and um, getting my nice shots and being done before three, for sure. So what might um, a project be? Describe an assignment to me. Well, for example, the last assignment I, I just finished was some holiday web content for Scharfenberger Chocolate. They wanted, they want something they can throw up on Instagram uh, for the holidays. And they were a little late uh, getting me the info. So they called me literally 10 days ago and said, can you quickly turn this around for us so we can, you know, get it out. So, uh, they asked me to go through their online recipes and find a nice, something that I felt would be good, would represent Thanksgiving well, and, and make it and style it and send it back to them and be sure to get some product placement in there. And the uh, direction for Christmas was a little more specific. They wanted a, a bouche de Noël, a Yule log, 
and um, they didn't have a recipe for it. Um, and I could just, you know, use my free reign, create a recipe. I ended up going into their recipe archives and, and finding, piece, piecing a few things together and using their recipes for the whole thing. Um, so I got up to make that pretty early because there's a lot of components to that. And, um, and I had a ton of fun. What are your favorite kinds of jobs? I do mostly baking. I do, um, you know, recipe writing and um, ice cream stuff for Ben and Jerry's every now and again that may or may not involve some baking. Um, my favorite jobs, I think, I mean, I, I love doing this, the web content on my own. It's nice to be able to be at home and um, kind of create my day, you know, as, you know, look at look at my list of recipes that need completion and decide, you know, what I want to do. And it's a really nice way to spend the day. But I also like doing editorial work a lot. I think it's a ton of fun. It's a little bit more under the gun. Um, you can get kind of get your adrenaline going. Uh, it's got to be right. You have two days to, to shoot it and it's stressful. You've got to get that drizzle just right. You can't go back and do it again. I mean, maybe you can do it a couple times, but you know, for the most part, it's got to, you know, you've got to be on your game. So that is the more, I mean, if there's like an adrenaline rush to food styling, and I think there is, that's where it is. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I have prop envy. Tell me about your treasure trove of props. I have a problem. <laughs> so basically. Uh, so I'm in the perfect job because I love um, looking for props and finding you know, if I have free time, I am out looking for the next great thing that I can use. The creative director at King Arthur and, and other places know that I love to do this too. So um, they'll definitely lean on me for scouring, scouring them, you know, going out on hunts. They'll say, I need this specific thing. We're doing this all pink. Can you find this? Can you, you know, I'll make surfaces. I'll find surfaces. So that's the other, the other so sort fun. of creative outlet. Yeah. Tell me about the nexus of art and food. Your photos are pieces of art in themselves, and uh -huh. food is one of you know a component of what makes it so beautiful. I mean, do you think of it as a? Are you, are you an artist? Is is food part of your palette? I like to think that I am. I, I try to, to, to be arty sometimes, and sometimes I get accused of being too arty when, uh, you know, you know, what we're really looking for is a simple shot of the food. <laughs> but it's, it's fun to, you know, that sort of, you know, makes the day a little bit more fun. Do you have any advice for people who might be thinking about going into this? I mean, everybody's posting their own pictures on Instagram and you know, Twitter and the general blogosphere. But if you wanted to do it professionally, what advice would you give? Well, I am not sure if I'm the best person to give advice. If you have the drive and if you have the motivation and if you're willing to, you know, spend your day after day um, trying to per perfect your craft and and reach out to other uh, food stylists and network, you'll probably do all right. I, I know that uh, 
a lot of people who've interviewed for, for jobs um, that I've been aware of, uh, one of the complaints is, yes, they make beautiful food, but they can't make it quick enough. So if you want I mean, if you want it to be your profession where you're, you're a food stylist and you're actually on location and you're, you're doing something, you have to be fast. You know, sometimes I say I feel like I'm, it's, it's all about production and, and, you know, you just have to keep your head down and you have to make stuff. You do, um, do stylists always do both components, the cooking and the styling? I don't know that they always do, mm-hmm. but I think they do a lot, a lot of the time. Yeah. I think it depends, too. Sometimes you can do, like, um, I have done jobs where I've been asked to style the contents of a box, say a box of cookies, and make it look good. And um, they... <laughs> The cookies don't look good, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the scare. That's you know, yeah. that's a kind of a scary food styling job because there's truth in advertising, and they mm-hmm. want you to to make miracles with their ugly product. Yeah. So um, you've been doing this for a long time. How has the sort of incredible power of the internet and the digital life that we all lead? Uh, how's that impacted the work you do? I think probably greatly. I, I, I'm not sure I would have this job if it wasn't for uh, Instagram, frankly. Uh, I curse uh, the internet and the phone in my son and daughter's hand every day, you know, that they can't pull away from themselves. But then I also am incredibly thankful for it because people want to see beautiful images of food. And I'm like... No. Fabulous. That's so great. Thank you. Thank you for wanting to see beautiful images of food. Yeah. Um, You live in Vermont. Does um, being a part of this state have any impact on what you do around food? Is there a special connection you have to local food or? Well, I'm very proud of my home state of Vermont and all the wonderful uh, foodie things that are going on here. Um, there's some really great local, um, uh, I mean, beer, um, veggies, meat, any, any meat you want, eggs. I mean, we don't have, you know, California produce, but we have a pretty good produce situation here, too. I mean, in the winter, it gets a little sparse, but there's a lot of really great things going on in Vermont that I am, am proud to be a part of. So I would like to do more, more with local Vermont producers, cheesemakers, and just, there's a lot happening here. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, last question, what, what's in the future for you? How do you see your business growing, changing? Well, my new studio is kind of a big change. So I, um, I'm going to continue to create content for other people. I'd like to... I've been kicking this can around for a while. I, I've always wanted to have my own blog, but I, at the same time, have a hard time um, talking about myself, I guess. So I, I think I'd struggle with what to do. But now that I have the studio, I think the studio might have a blog, you know, the goings-on of the studio. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in my voice. So I might try that out. Um, it's a great um, space for education, so I'd love to have some demonstrations. 
not necessarily myself, but bring in other people, other bloggers or, you know, cookbook writers, if somebody wants to come down um, and then we could host, you know, love to be able, it's a great space to host a gathering like that. Yeah, awesome. So we could do some demos and um, I've got the Woodstock Inn across the road. I'm trying to figure out somehow to, uh, to incorporate a little night at the, the photo studio slash food styling event. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining me for Field Notes and let's take a tour. Yes, <laughs> let's take a tour.